lied to, and we're the perpetrators. Today, we're tearing down the walls of money misconceptions to begin living our best lives in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, adventurers. Welcome back to another edition of the Stephen Canyon Podcast. So glad you could join us. KineticBleaf.com is the website. Happy Monday, Miss Megan. Well, happy Monday. What a fabulous weekend. Fun weekend. Fun weekend. Life is so good, isn't it? Life is so good. I'm so glad we got to spend all that time outside. On the beach. We found an island to have a picnic on. Yeah. Well, it was low tide. It was low tide. It was and the piece of sand. It was felt like our dry island. <laughs> <laughs> so we sat down. Yeah, it was so sweet. I sat down. You came out on your bike and you circled it about ten times before you. <laughs> it just felt right. Well, <laughs> like I was staking the claim. You were so serious. <laughs> round and round and round you go. Yeah. So sweet. So much fun. Uh, so you know what? We're going to continue having our conversation from Friday today. Got so much to dig into. I love it. To continue to reveal. And we're talking about the substance of wealth and actually how easy it is to manifest great wealth into your life if you have the correct subjective reality for doing that. There are a lot of blockers, right? Yeah. That keep us from attracting whatever we desire because we're believing the wrong thing. Well, and wealth is such a big topic because it does have so many misconceptions and myths and and bad ideas surrounding it. It's it's mostly negative. Oh, the things correct. that people yeah. Well, it's a uh, it's something people use to control others throughout the whole world. And so it of course it is, right? I mean, of course it has all these negative connotations that that shouldn't even be there. Sure, and you know, we've got to change our per- change our perceived realities that makes uh gosh, it's so difficult. But having said that, it's this still takes some work. We still have to roll up our sleeves. You got to be serious enough uh and take it seriously enough to be able to debunk those money myths that we're going to be talking about. So attracting money happens for a reason. Everything, all things happen for an occasion that has been reasoned, something that you're rationally thinking about, considering, uh, meditating on, your, mm. you've created a desire, and then all of a sudden you're thinking, okay, um, this is going to either affect me in a positive or a negative way. So right now we're dealing with reasonings. We are within a universe which originated from the law of cause and effect. So right there from the very beginning, think about it, the bias of reasoning projected and affected throughout the physical universe. In other words, quantum mathematics has revealed a creator for creation. None of this is by accident. This wasn't just uh, uh, an explosive circumstance, a happenstance, and all of a sudden we're surrounded by all this stuff. No, the advancing universe is a function also of, watch this, prosperity. Hmm. To prosper means to grow. It means to advance. To own wealth and property, it requires a sustained belief in order to be able to do that. Nothing stays the same. Everything's always changing. It's either advancing or it's diminishing. It's growing and developing for more, or it's becoming less, and by default, it's diminishing. So to prosper means to grow in advance. And in, in quantum physics, belief is energy. Kinetic belief are the... It's, it's the energetics for attracting change through quantum entanglement. 
So a belief for acquiring anything, be it perfected health, healing, um, joy, happiness, which we know, of course, is optimism, happiness, looking forward to the future. It's not going out and buying a new shirt and you, you're happy about it. That's not real happiness. That's circumstantial. It could be. Well, <laughs> lots of shirts. <laughs> for, but, but love, love is, is acquired through kinetic belief, lasting love. Money requires a kinetic belief for the source of creative bias. So the energy of belief is a substance, and that substance, while in motion, is kinetic. In other words, it's unwavering. Yeah. It's not double-minded. It has momentum. It has momentum, a kinetic energy to it. So, but what do we mean, what do we mean by double-minded? What does that even mean, to be double-minded? Well, if we start off believing one way, and then we change our belief for whatever reason, or as we say, our, we change our mind. Then the substance of what we began believing to attract is untethered to no effect, to no form. It's no longer being drawn to create or recreate a circumstance in our life. If you're going down to the car dealership for a red car and you see a yellow one, well, you've, you've changed your course of direction and you, you're not going to end up possessing the red car. Sim, uh, maybe an oversimplified example of that. Well, another way to understand this is uh, the person who's not double-minded in a belief, who transfixes their consciousness toward achieving a thing, attracts the quantum substance of that desire into their life. So the vast majority of the world's population will not remain transfixed or will not remain mesmerized unto a kinetic belief. Things happen. Stuff happens. Things hit the fan. <laughs> somebody shows up, negative ed comes on the scene. Whatever it is, somebody comes in, and we're so quick to chase after it in an alternate reality or an alternate desire. Well, and emotions are so strong at the beginning, right? Like when you, when you start um, believing for something, wanting, desiring something, they're the strongest at, that, at the beginning of that, that realization of that desire. And then it's a very natural fade that happens if you don't. So you have to sort of, you know, manually keep up that momentum. That's a great point. We have got to be able to control our emotions. In other words, not be led by our emotions. And just like we're talking about happiness coming from uh, circumstances, uh, often the the decision to do something new it provokes a feeling of of happiness uh, mm. and, and joy and yeah. then as soon as that wears off then so does the desire to do the new thing and so we look for another quick fix for happiness what's happening we're being led around by our emotions so you know that's true the vast majority of the world's population will not remain steadfast in a belief so and because of that so regardless of how hard a person may be working or how capable a person may be, what happens is they will remain in a state of not attracting better things, advancing to attract greater wealth. They, they, uh, they don't pres that they don't presently see in their lives. That's really what we're talking about within the realm of creation for kinetic believers. They're creating experiential circumstances beyond what they are seeing in the natural. That's what a kinetic believer does. We are uh, not constructing according to what we see, not constructing according to the physical, but we're constructing according to what we imagine to see and imagine to believe for. We're creating experiential circumstances beyond the natural. 
by, I love this word, mesmerizing our imaginations to become reality. Hmm. So here's what happens. Belief without the kinetic power of sustainment to be able to attract, using the law of attraction in regards to the kinetic motion of our belief, a person will not remain happy, joyous, or in, even in relationships. Boy, don't we know that to be true. That we don't stay in relationships that are not celebrating, that are not edifying, or that are not championing uh, us and us, them. And, and those that do, what a sad state of existence, right? Just to stay in something that's not oh, harmonious. Yeah. Oh, I've always, I've always believed that if, if you're not in um, an agreement with someone, in a relationship with someone where they're not championing you and you them, I mean, you really are better off alone. Oh, sure. And think about it. What are we actually doing when we're championing somebody and edifying and building them up? We're advancing them. Yeah. The purpose for life. We are advancing them. And this is what's really cool. By advancing someone else, we're actually advancing ourselves yes. through the process. That's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. That's what it means to live and to become more. Well, and, and something that I see over and over again is, you know, people rarely anymore actually listen to each other and they actually hear e- what what each other is saying because, like you were just talking about, that fade happens. You become incredibly used to hearing what someone has to say and how they say it. And so I think eventually it's very easy to stop listening, thinking you, you sort of already know what they're trying to communicate to well, you. That's right. Here's what happens in a, in a relationship that, that is not advancing. You're having the same conversation over and over and over again. So what... Why listen? Right. <laughs> right? Why hear the same thing over? It becomes predictable. Goodness, you're so right. They're just having that round-robin conversation over and over and over again. Round and round we go. <laughs> the same day, the Groundhog Day effect. <laughs> Groundhog Day. It is a universal quantum physical law that like attracts like. Now, I'm going to begin peeling back some of the misinformation, the false indoctrination, that's responsible for blocking the creative abilities of 99% of the world's population. So the subjective reality for accumulating great wealth has been articulated upon the quantum observations of laws that govern creative attraction. So let's look behind the mask, if you will. Any person, regardless of where we may live in this world, using the power of kinetic belief can accomplish anything and can attract anything that we can think of or imagine. Nothing is impossible for a kinetic believer. Historically and certainly true of today, becoming wealthy, attracting money and prosperity. Look, it's not a matter of circumstances. It's not a matter of environment. Because if that were true, only the the people from, gosh, think about it, specific towns somewhere in the world would be wealthy. We could go to an island off in the Pacific and it's just all... Billionaires. Well, that actually probably exists. So that's, a, that's not a good example. <laughs> There's one but, just off Miami, I right. think. <laughs> <laughs> but no, all, all other cities and countries, except for the one little town that's just producing the, 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 the billionaires, would be poor. But that's not the case. Regardless of where we go in the world, it's possible to see those who've attracted great wealth living in neighborhoods adjacent to those who are living in mediocrity. Uh, they're in the same environment. And often we'll find the the wealthy and the poor working in the same industry even. However, one has become wealthy and the other one remains poor. So this is the truth of becoming successful in any area and certainly every area regarding our mind, body, spirit, and soul. 
while considering uh, considering riches great wealth is nothing more it's nothing less than the the proper use of kinetic belief everyone now think about this everybody has the ability to kinetically believe for anything. Isn't that great news? It's not a respecter of persons. You don't have to show any kind of identity, be from any certain place, be born on the right side of the tracks, have the right lineage, the right parents, be the right anything in order to be able to kinetically believe for anything you should desire. That's cool. Isn't that the best thing? I've always loved that about the law of attraction, that there it makes the possibilities so real and endless, and anything, anything is is open to you no matter where you are no matter who you are it levels the playing field according to the truth that we are all co-equal creators well and it really combats that idea that okay if you're born into a place or even into a certain family that that wealth and certain things are not within your reach and and a lot of times you're born and you're told that from day one you're told that things are not possible for you it's like geez I haven't even gotten started yet and already you know I, I I'm not able to do anything it's amazing that's one of those not true things that we're dealing with yeah absolutely just not true so regard- yeah so regardless of what's being taught whatever you've been hearing uh, regarding not being able to as soon as somebody says you can't it's not true as soon as someone indicates to you that you cannot have uh, a thing for a reason, it's not true. So whatever it is that's being taught regarding acquiring wealth in the competitive world now, which says that you must, for example, you've got to take from one person in order for you to have something, it's not true. This is not the truth of creation. It's not accurate to the power of kinetic belief, and that's not the way of acquiring in this expanding universe, according to quantum observations, and in actually the subsequent papers that have been written regarding this topic, negative source fear is the way of competitive acquisition. Positive source energy is the creative and kinetic way of manifesting uh, our beliefs and our beliefs manifesting whatever it is that we desire. So cause always produces like effects because of the substance of kinetic belief. Evidence of things not yet seen, held in the alignment of the highest viewpoint for imagining our thought forms as we would desire to see them in an unwavering expectation of manifesting, already in present tense, grateful for it, optimistically happy. Why? Because you see yourself as having already uh, acquired the thing that you are desiring. That's what changes circumstances. Look, we are creating a vacuum. We're cre- it's a, a quantum entanglement vacuum with the substance of our desires through the power of kinetic belief. And anything that a person can imagine is possible is possible. For example, uh, back in the early 19th century, uh, what Jay Carnegie was, uh, he's a billionaire, and he was competing with John D. Rockefeller to see mm-hmm. who could be the wealthiest person in America. <laughs> yes. One's building bridges where they were being told they couldn't be built, and another one railroads and uh, mm-hmm. back and forth. But they were imagining themselves to be the wealthiest. Yes. So both of them were jockeying to be just that. Right. Back and forth. Right. All the time. Anything is possible. They were imagining the things that they were delving into to be possible. Absolutely. That's the power of faith. Sustained imagination is the power of belief. The sustained bias of imagination is the power of creative quantum physics. So the question is this. If anyone can become wealthy 
Now, if anybody can actually do this, why is it that so few are successful at using kinetic belief to become wealthy? Mm, There's the question. And there's good news to the question. The world is changing through the collective power of agreement. We can see it throughout the world right now, everywhere. Change is happening to the consciousness. It's happening to the awareness of creative humanity. So the issues and and the societal problems around the world have become so difficult, so hard, so seemingly impossible, that the collective energetics of the consciousness of humanity has become receptive to what? To acquiring knowledge, uh, answers to all the world's problems beyond our present conversations. In other words, society at large has become open to solutions. We're, the, the, the powers that be are running out of, out of answers, I guess you could say. Hmm. And that's the good news. People are beginning to use the power of belief now to exact transformation. And we're seeing it worldwide. We truly are in an age of enlightenment where people are open to new ideas, new things. The world is changing. But the, the, the consciousness of humanity also is evolving. Well, and you're so right. It's those ideas that people have, they, there is a contagious element to positive and negative ideas. And so this idea that something can, a negative idea can snowball and become the collective um, and influence more and more and more people, it's the same for the positive. That I think you're right. I think that's even starting to happen now that, that the collective is, is leaning in toward that, those positive ideas more than ever. Sure. And in a world that is not centric to peace, for example, a competitive world that's been put forth by strong men capitulating from fear-based debates since the beginning of time, all of the, the, the resulting disinformation has blocked the creative way of manifesting change within the world for the better uh, in, in ways of equality. So, for example, is acquiring wealth so difficult and challenging that only a genius should be able to successfully become a kinetic believer, as <laughs> you know, we, we're often told. Right. I hope not. Well, not at all. <laughs> because when, when we actually chronicle the ultra-wealthy, ultra mm-hmm. here's what has been revealed. Extremely talented people have kinetically believed to become wealthy, and sure, they have. Okay, we have them as examples. But here's the deal. Also, people with what's considered to be a low IQ, and they have shown absolutely no special talents they don't have they don't even have any friends they've also kinetically believed to manifest great wealth and they've been overwhelmingly successful at doing that yes also intellectually brilliant people have become wealthy but so do those others who would be considered to be very uh, very unintelligent well, and from, based on what you said earlier, it also seems like there are different types of wealth. It seems like you can you can generate negative source energy wealth just like you can positive source, and that those are going to feel the same, that those are going to be very different lifestyles and, and affect your spirit differently. One comes with sorrow, and the other one comes with uh, this exuberant, uh, optimistic happiness. Yeah. In other words, you could go in and rob a bank and walk out with you know two sacks of money and say, I'm wealthy. <laughs> well... Okay. Better run. There's some things that come with that kind, <laughs> <Right>. of, <laughs> that kind of wealth. Yeah. So, yes, but here's also the deal. Physically healthy and strong people have manifested great wealth like we're talking about. But then so have sickly and weak people. They've also attracted great wealth. But now, granted, here's, here's one catch-all. There is some slight degree of ability to think 
and to have some awareness, which is vital to using kinetic belief, to attract great wealth in the proper way. But then as far as natural ability is concerned, anyone, any single person can, who can understand language can absolutely attract great wealth using kinetic belief. Well, and I think it's like anything else. You just start because it's in the it's in the starting and in the beginning. It's in the doing that you're gonna that you're going to find that success. I mean, how many people have walked into a gym totally intimidated, but they want to become healthier and more fit and and you know make their their heart stronger. And day one, you feel like you're gonna fall over and die, and then day a hundred, you feel amazing and you're so thankful that you started. So I think that's a big part of this. You know, it's not like oh, I don't have the mind for it, so I shouldn't begin. That's not how it works. That's so good, right? You got to start. So somebody says, well, okay, how do I start? You start by rewilding yourself from uh, and undomesticating yourself from all of these false notions that we're talking about today. Negative source energy, those beliefs that have been constructed based upon failure and why you can't rather than why you can. No one is prevented from becoming wealthy because of a lack of investment capital. That's one of those, another idea that is promoted all the time. Well, you got to have money in order to be able to make money. Not true. And of course, you can begin to raise capital as an increase is attracted to the substance of your kinetic belief. Yeah, sure, you can do that. But then wealth, certainly, it becomes easier and increase becomes exponential as you begin manifesting uh, finances. So we understand all of this. And then regardless of how poor we may be right now, and regardless of how little we may have had during our lifetime, we can actually begin right now, like Megan, you're saying, we can start today as a kinetic believer and we can begin attracting great wealth right now. Another, here's another negative source energy belief that we have got to rewild ourselves from. And that is how much wealth we have to begin with is not relevant to the power of kinetic belief. Absolutely. You can, you can gain more or you can lose it according to what you're believing. So, and we could be the poorest human being in our country, having the most debt, have no friends at all. You can have no influence, no resources. But here's the thing. If we begin meditating as a powerful, purposeful, kinetic believer, we will become wealthy. Absolutely. It works for anyone, any circumstance, anywhere. It's the, just knowing that it's possible is probably the biggest hurdle to starting, sort of convincing yourself that everything you've been told is wrong and all the negative source energy is wrong. And like you're saying, re- rewilding yourself really into the knowledge that kinetic belief can work for you and being willing to believe it. You got to get over yourself. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are to believe that you are more powerful and dynamic than the universe that responds to faith, that you can actually <laughs> prevent that from happening? Right, exactly. You know, you're, you're not such a big, <laughs> no one is, is such a big loser that they can stop the, the natural laws of creation. <laughs> right, quantum physics. <laughs> right. We cannot fail simply because in this universe, like attracts like. So if we're starting with no money, we will attract money. If we are not in the right business, we'll get into the right business. If we're kinetically believing and if we're in the wrong location, then all of a sudden the wrong town, the wrong state or country, whatever that is, guess what happens? We end up in the right location. 
All, all these things begin to happen. They must happen. And they do happen as a quantum effect to the resourceful power of kinetic belief. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about kinetic belief, that when you begin, you have no idea what the what the thought is going to be. You don't know what the million-dollar idea is going to be, the encounter, the serendipitous moments that we've talked about in the past. It's, um, it's really a beautiful thing to just go in with that sort seemingly blind faith but you know that things are going to show up you just have no idea what they are and that's really exciting that's and the journey that's the journey and and that's exactly what you were talking about earlier you know when life is so repetitive that's when it becomes stale but when you're working kinetic belief there are new things being introduced into your life all the time you don't need to know where it's going to come from Exactly. In fact, if you do, then it's going to be less than what could have been mm-hmm. because well, you've imagined to believe, to see, and you've, you've inputted the information based on your own subjective yeah. reality from the past. Well, and we do have, as humans, we do have that tendency to over-manipulate things, don't we? You know, if you know something's coming to you, then you just have, the, we can't help ourselves. We just have to mess. We just have to get in there and mess mess with stuff and manipulate it. But with kinetic belief, it just sort of appears in the right time, the right moment, in that perfect way, and it actually does us a favor that we can't get in there and mess it up. And that's part of the rewilding process. The only thing that we should be messing with is we should be dealing with our subjective reality obstacles. Mm, Yes. Those are the strongholds that have been developed and handed down from one generation to the next. Often, sad to say, it's the thing that you grew up hearing over and over and over that was negative. Um these are the thought processes that when adopted as a subjective belief will always manifest in lack. It'll manifest in poverty. It'll manifest in failure. So it is imperative that we continue with this line of understanding in order to rewild ourselves from philosophies and all those uh, all those indoctrinations that attract failure. And that's what they're doing. Mm. You are, you're attracting it and you are continuing on in a process that leads to a diminishing life. Well, and you can really, it's so easy, isn't it, to get into the habit of not only attracting failure, but once you have it, you're just, you keep it going. Like you were saying earlier, you get into that that routine of life where the routine is poverty and the routine is failure and the routine is all those negative source people that you're seeing every day. Sure, and there's a, there is a snowball analogy. A snowball will e- either become bigger or it will melt. Yeah, nothing stays the same. Right. In other words, you know what? It's not until we become, and we keep talking about rewilding, we have to become undomesticated to all the negative subjective thought disciplines so that we can become those successful kinetic believers. But now here's some other negative source energy beliefs, and I think it's important to keep pointing these out, that you know we've got to rewild ourselves from. No person is conformed to poverty because some opportunity has been taken away from them. Mm-hmm. How often do we hear that? Well, they, they closed down the plant, so I'm poor now. <sighs> no person remains in poverty because other human beings have somehow monopolized prosperity or because they have taken it and removed it from, your, from accessibility. You can't have this. Mm-hmm. No, this is not for you. This is only for us. That's not true. The power of, kin- of kinetic belief has demonstrated that no person anywhere is actually prohibited from attracting great wealth by another person by the lack of supply or regarding any kind of demand and supply. Absolutely. So here's the big secret is this. What economists, political scientists, 
mainstream media, they will not tell you, they are not telling you, is that there is, watch this, listen, there's more than enough of whatever is desired for every person on earth to have. Yes. Actually, today there is more than enough food being produced for every human being on this planet just in the United States alone. Mm, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> Walk into any Costco or Walmart, the abundance in this country it is so overwhelming. It, true. And so it's a statistical fact that here's another one. A structure as large as the United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. could actually be constructed for every family on earth to live in. Wow. Just from the building material that's currently available in the United States alone. What fact. would you, you know, and, and I can just feel that, you know, as people are listening, they're going, well, that's not a, that's not a belief issue. That's a sharing issue. Well, and that's that's one of those misnomers that we're talking about. Has nothing to do with sharing. Has everything to do with belief. If you believe it's a sharing issue, guess what? It's a sharing issue. It is a sharing issue. <laughs> but if it's not, if you don't believe that, then it's not. Belief is the 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 rudimentary founding factor of what you will or will not acquire. Here's another one. Just the United States can produce enough raw material to clothe every person in the world in finer garments. Then the historical figure of that of Solomon, who is it's written that was clothed in glorious fashion, wow. said, when we only measure the current visible supply, that which has already been produced and processed, the actual quantity, it's practically inexhaustible, and the invisible supply, which we cannot see, that mm-hmm. hasn't been manipulated yet, truly is inexhaustible. Wow. So everything visible on the earth is manifested from one original substance from which all things are made. Today, tomorrow, in the years and decades to come, new forms are continually being imagined. Things are transforming. Life is advancing. You look around now and we've got things that they didn't have 10,000 years ago. Well, is it because those things didn't exist? Not at all. They did exist. They just had not been put into form yet. So all, we ha- all these new forms are continually being imagined, and they're invented and attracted and manifested accordingly, while older objects are diminishing and re-entering the reconstructive process for replenishment. In other words, dust to form, form to dust. Dust to form, form to dust. Dust to dust, dust to form. And it seems like that really fits in with this idea, too, that we are all creators and we're all co-creators. And so this idea that we should be manipulating products and creating things and, and you know, um, you know, taking resources and making them work for us, that that's just natural. That's how it should be. Absolutely. Matter can neither be created nor destroyed. It just is. And in quantum physics, all existence is sustainable according to the law of attraction which is a subset theory to the law of kinetic belief we are in a sustainable universe where there is no limit to the supply of the substance of creative material or to original source of all substance there's no limit to it in in quantum lab experiments researchers have they've observed measured and they've proved that the universe is made out of formless matter. And the formless matter was used to make all mass in the universe according to a predetermined design for creation, otherwise known as the God particle. The God particle 
permeates all of space and time, through and between the forms of the visible universe, filling all that there is with the original substance of creation, the formless matter, within which is the raw material for everything. So as long as there is, here's the deal, here, as long as there is just one, just one human being in existence, somewhere in the universe, with a creative imagination, with an ability to imagine, to attract energized particles to form according to kinetic belief, there will continue to be full access to the expanding and the inexhaustible supply of raw material uh, to create wealth. So <laughs> the status quo, I'm just thinking one person needing a wallet full of cash, but probably not the case. But so, <laughs> get back in line, Steve. So, <laughs> so the status quo of humankind is this. No person is poor because the universe is poor or because nature is poor or because there's not enough to go around. The substance of creation is an inexhaustible uh, storehouse of riches in the creative supply of which will never, ever run out in an expanding universe. The substance of kinetic belief is reactive. It's responsive to life, exuding a, this bounty of creative energy. And the nature of the creative energy that it was designed and created with, uh, it, it's there to continuously produce forms. There is an endless, abundant supply of particle energy. That is the thing that creates all that there is. So to say that there's not enough, it's, it's just not true. Well, I love that theme that you keep going back to of expansion. We are supposed to be expanding. It's our destiny to expand. It's natural for us to want to expand. Um, the universe is expanding. Everything's expanding. Everything is growing, and it's or it's supposed to. And that's sort of the original intent behind everything is, is expansion. And so really you're just coming in by believing in that ability to expand and that you're going to. You're just coming into harmony with that original purpose of of the creation that we're all living in. There is so much revealed from the understanding of what it means to expand. So much, in fact, that um, I'd like to dedicate tomorrow's podcast to the, to the reality of expansion and what mm. that actually, how that works for us. Yeah, Ooh, and, I love that. And understand the wisdom of that, how it actually works in our favor. Yes. But here's the reality within this universe. When a measurable supply of building material, for example, is viewed as being exhausted, well, you know, they ran out of uh, granite down there at the, at the quarry. <laughs> he, the, the imagination for more produces more. In other words, the imagination for needing more will lead you to an, another yeah, abundant it attracts. Uh, uh, supply of, of the granite. Right. When soil is exhausted, materials for food and clothing can't be grown in, within that exhausted soil. The substance of renewal for the soil is regenerated. When all the wealth of minerals, silver, and gold has been dug from the earth, if a human being is still drawing breath for life and can still kinetically believe for more gold and silver, then the formless substance of belief will absolutely produce more gold and silver. It has to deliver it within the form of a meteorite, whatever it would bring it. The formless substance of belief will manifest it. It will get it to you. The universe is filled with a substance of formless matter which is responsive to kinetic belief as imagined by a human created being. Any good thing that can be imagined, the universe responds to fulfill it. This has always been truth regarding and according to the genius of purpose of human beings, individually and collectively. And this is why it is imperative for all of us that we should never 
measure our visible source of wealth to be that of our true value. Look, if a person deems themselves to be poor, it's, it's because they're not kinetically believing to become wealthy. And guess what? They deem themselves to be poor. But here's the subjective reality rub. Those who remain in lack dwell in what they see rather than believe. When a person determines to believe what they will see, they use their creative authority and dominion to change circumstances. Life is intelligent. Agreement and alignment with the substance of belief, the intelligence of kinetic belief, it's to activate the formless substance of, of creative matter to align with our desires. Imagine the substance of life to be alive, because it is, which is always compelled for more life. It's natural for life to want more life. That's part of advancing, like you're saying. The inherent impulses of an advancing life is to advance toward more life. Life grows. It wants to grow. It's natural for intelligence to enlarge itself. It's inherent for consciousness to seek ways to expand its boundaries and to locate a fuller expression for self. The one who has music captured within their soul, they, they need an audience for expression. A fuller expression of self, it's, look, it's natural. And to diminish is not natural. It's negative source energy. It's decay. And for a spiritual being having a natural experience, it's to diminish its stature. That, that's fear-based. So the, the universe is filled with forms manifested by the substance of kinetic belief, uh, heaving itself into forms in order to express itself more fully. I love that you're going to be doing an episode tomorrow on really just focusing on that expansion because as throughout the podcast today, I've been thinking, you know, we, we really do have, you've been kind of making the point that we have an approach issue. So when, when we approach kinetic belief and we, and we approach manifestation, we're approaching it almost to see if it's going to work, almost to just test it. Like it's some sort of test run to see if it will work for you. And you've already failed before you've begun. If you haven't fully convinced yourself of the reality of how this works, and so having a deep, deep understanding and belief of the expanding nature of you and the universe and how kinetic belief works, you're always going to constantly fail before you even begin your journey toward manifestation and toward belief. And so I love that we're going to be talking about that some more because that, you know, having a huge, like just really solid foundation for this belief is vital Absolutely. And, you know, these the things you're, you're bringing up here, all these are the quintessential dynamics of the expanding universe that we're talking about. There's, there's peace and wisdom. And with knowledge comes the peace where we are anxious for nothing as the universe functions and performs patterns of life expansion in a manner that's in alignment with all that is right. We are living in the most exciting time for conscious awareness. The human race is going through a transformational process of enlightenment manifestation right now all over the world. Strife, envy, anxiety, fear, all of those negative source subjective realities, they're being eradicated collectively around the world. Now, it's not a pretty picture. It's not fun to watch. There's a lot of screaming and yelling going on. <laughs> but that's what's happening. We're entering into the harmonics of balance. Yeah. Equality of wealth is now because of the belief that accompanies it. And it's not through the, the factitious arguments of economical distributions that creation is revealing the greater good. No, the, the universe with its inherent desire for balance 
is our home. It's where we live. We're one with that. And the advancing universe, it's always moving inherently toward more life and a fuller function of being. Likewise, all that is has been formed for the advancement of awareness, manifested for the increase of awareness, that we become more self-aware, abundantly supplied in that. And it is for this reason that all things which can possibly be self-aware, all of life with that ability for self-awareness, has the uh, ability of empathy and compassion, those intelligent life forms, all things that have that, namely human beings, spiritual beings having a natural experience, having the conscious ability to kinetically believe and change, believe and attract, believe and become, may never be in want for any good thing. In this world, the possibility for no lack in absolute terms is the objective reality of which there is no shadow of turning. This is an immutable truth of more than enough prosperity for every kinetic believer. And the truth in, in this fact it's a truth in faith. It's truth in science. And it will always be that objective reality of truth unless, unless the creator of the universe contradicts itself and just stops the expanding universe in order just to, you know what, nullify its purpose for advancing consciousness, nullify, nullify the, the, uh, the desire for mobility and for love, and nullify the original intent for perfected completion. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> no single person is restrained by poverty due to the lack of the supply of riches. The creative substance for the advancing universe is at our command, and it will continue to align all substance and all material and creative matter, all of the energetics of creation in response to purposeful kinetic beliefs. Thoreau said, wealth is the ability to fully experience life. Mm. So true. Yes. So what are you waiting for? Look, start manifesting your best life by kinetically believing to attract great wealth. Let's do some high viewpoints together. Yeah, Just say it. this. Say, I am centered and trust my inner genius. I'm centered and I trust my inner genius. Fear is no longer within me. Fear is no longer within me. I was created to prosper. I was created to prosper. I agree with my purpose. I agree with my purpose. I am liberated from the fear of the world. I'm liberated from the fear of the world. And all of its negative energetics. And all of that... Neg I'm say it again. And all of its <laughs> negative energetics. And all of its negative energetics. I am confident and determined to prosper. I'm confident and determined to prosper. In my mind, body, it, and soul. In my mind, body, and soul. I am in peace. I'm in peace. I have health. I have health. Great health. Great health. I am prosperity. I am prosperity. And I am me. And I am me. I stay persistent in me. I stay persistent in me. Regardless of what others may say. Regardless of what others may say. I accept each day. I accept each day. With enthusiasm. With enthusiasm. And confidence. And confidence. I'm embracing expansion. I'm embracing expansion. To become more. To become more. Live more. Live more. And love more. And love more. I always act. I always act. According to my chosen beliefs. According to my chosen beliefs. Without hesitation or fear. Without hesitation or fear. I'm on a journey for my best life. I'm on a journey for my best life. Wherever I am. Wherever I am. From now and beyond. From now and beyond. I am wealthy. I'm wealthy. I'm wealthy.
You are. I'm wealthy. I'm rich. <laughs> I'm rolling in the money. Yes, you are. Go, go, go. If you want to comment on today's podcast, uh, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com yeah. gets an email to sure us. Sure does. Kineticbelief.com. That's going to be the 100-day guided manifestation journal is there. The Purpose Workbook event page going to Dallas on March 28th. Excited about that one. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. A rewilding workshop and... Uh, check out the tickets. They're available, and we just can't wait to see you there. And this is a more intimate workshop, so um, there are there is limited seating for this, which is rare for us. But this is uh, I'm excited about this one. Yeah, and you know something I want to also throw in. We've had a few people in the last uh, week or two just wanting the the uh, guided journal, the manifesting guided journal, quickly, and uh, they they you know you can get them you can have them shipped to you overnight um but depending on where you are in the world some people where they just weren't aware you can actually go on our website and you can download it yeah yes you can there's a digital version so you can print it off one day at a time a week at a time whatever pace you want to go um but then you can also just use it on an ipad or even well your phone's kind of small but uh, an ipad is pretty perfect yeah, great way to do it. So the rewilding workshop coming up in Dallas, Texas in just a few weeks. Yeah. Excited about that one. Exciting. And, uh, well, well, let's let's see. Are we going outside today? Yeah, it's beautiful today. It it's is, a little overcast, but it's still really nice. Yeah. Let's go for it. And, you know, we're only at the coast for a little bit longer, so I just want to soak it in. Just mm. soak it in every single day. Let's do it. Should let's we, do let's it. take our yoga mats out on the beach. Ooh, that sounds kind of nice. That? Are we taking a nap? Oh, I am. <laughs> Our nap mats. I want to meditate. <laughs> Maybe that sounds nice. Listen to the waves. Oh, I love it. Okay, it's going to be a great day. Thanks as usual for all the wisdom. Excited about tomorrow's podcast. We'll see you then. Yeah, on expansion. See you then. Thanks. Bye.